But no, though, let's get an update on what's happening down at the borders. And the commissioner of the Border Management Agency uh, went was at Limbombo a little while ago and will be going to Bitebridge on the 3rd of January. Dr. Mike Masipato joins us now. He's the commissioner of the Border Management Authority. Doctor, thank you very much. What did you see uh, when you went to Limbombo uh, earlier this week? Yeah, no, thank you very much, uh, uh, John, and uh, thanks for, for the opportunity. <clears throat> yeah, indeed, um, I have been deployed at uh, the Bombobara Post for the exit phase, which is the phase that we are in now. Mm. We had all of the other guys deployed in all of other uh, critical ports like um, Bay Bridge, uh, Macero Bridge, uh, Sigbeck, uh, Oshuk, uh, as well as Fontaine and the rest of the others. So, <clears throat> indeed, we were able to manage um, the APEC. The APEC day, John, was on Friday as well as on Saturday, for Libombo in particular. So we managed to move out around 330,000 uh, people um, when we count from the 6th of December, when we started with our festive uh, operations as it went. But in terms of Bay Bridge, uh, the colleague did brief me that uh, it did not just end on a Saturday, but uh, it was even more hectic even yesterday on Sunday. And they basically uh, managed to push them through uh, throughout the night. And this morning, everything is fairly back to uh, back to normal. Uh, I've seen reports that it took people three hours to get through that Limbombo border post, but they were blaming the Mozambican side. How much cooperation is there between South Africa and our neighbours? Yeah, you see, uh, John, you remember I also did speak to you uh, just to indicate that uh, as we were preparing for this specific period, we did engage with our neighboring countries. Uh, if you were to look at our biggest ports, we basically engaged more intensively with uh, our Mozambican counterparts, we engaged with our uh, Zimbabwean counterparts, and we engaged with our Lesotho counterparts. So I can say that the port where we really did very well and there hasn't been much issues are the Lesotho ports. And part of the reason for that was also the discipline of the travelers, especially without necessarily causing challenges on the corridor. But in terms of uh, Lebombo as well as Bay Bridge, it has been very difficult. Mm. And part of the challenge has also failed in the discipline of the travelers. I mean, they literally overtake each other. They actually drive on their oncoming traffic and all of that. So it was hard work uh, in terms of the traffic uh, colleagues and all that. But in terms of the issue you are raising, John, we had engaged with them, but the volumes were just bad. I mean, if you were to look at this compared to the last two years, you will realize that this is a full recovery and there were a lot of travelers. By the way, for the first time, we basically managed 28,000 people per day at Lebombo. That never happened in the history in terms of our statistics. So even if we might say that we are blaming, it's not much about blaming. It's mm-hmm. about the capacity on the other side to be able to handle yeah. what we are able to push through. It's, it's basically on that. But that's my point. Is, is there cooperation? Is, are they taking lessons from you? Are they more secure or, or, or more strict than we are? Yeah, so it's not necessarily that... Uh, is it the biggest challenge that we are dealing with, uh, John, which is something that we keep on emphasizing, and we say... The solution for that is long-term, but now we must do the work. And that is to say, this sort of entries, John, were created during the apartheid time. The primary objective then was security, and there was no issue about volumes in terms of people, volumes in terms of trade. So if you can check, they are fairly narrow when you get to the port. That is why the Minister of Home Affairs, uh, Dr. Mitoleri, had issued that proposal 
for the private sector to come and help us to redesign the course, redevelop them, open them up, have a lane for buses, lane mm. for taxis and all of that. But in the meantime, we have to manage with what we have. So what we do together with our colleagues in the neighboring countries, we try during the first period to create uh, what you will call temporary processing points. And we try that all the time to try and facilitate. But the issue here has just truly been volume. Uh, that mm-hmm. is why the, the numbers that we have processed demonstrate yeah. it is not about inefficiencies, but it's just about the volume that we have to deal with. Doc, talk us through the, the documents obviously vary from country to country, but making sure you have the right documents before you get there is going to help. It will speed things up. Uh, is there a place where I can find out exactly what I need before I go into Mozambique? for example. Yeah, so what we are doing, uh, John, obviously, as the Border Management Authority, we have, um, uh, we now have a very uh, live uh, website, uh, which is www.dna.gov.za, and we are now starting to put through uh, most of the requirements for people, uh, uh, in other words, the requirements in terms of the documentation in various categories. But, but, but because mainly we talk here about immigration, if people can also go to Home Affairs website, which is www.dha.gov.za, even there, there is a lot of that information. But what we are intending to do um, as we go forward, because now we are in this job uh, as the Border Management Authority, is to also have some kind of awareness campaigns and all of those kind of issues. For instance, when you go to the port, and, uh, 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 John, you need to have a passport with pages that are empty on the passport for the officials to be able to stamp it. If you go there and you actually find out when you are there on the queue that your passport is full, unfortunately, you are not supposed to be allowed out. Similarly, you are not allowed to be allowed in. For something as basic as that, meaning your passport is full, you know? Mm. So it is those kind of things. But obviously, there are other complex things like uh, unaccompanied minors and stuff like that. And we spoke about that the other day, John, in detail. But the key issue, when it comes to air, we don't have much problems on unaccompanied minors because the airlines, they know the protocol. They know they need uh, yeah. the copies of certificates of the children. They need the copies of the passport of the, ch- of the, of the parents. They need the consent letters and all that. The challenge we have is on land. On land, the biggest problem is that the taxis and the buses just don't want to comply. That is the biggest challenge that we deal with. Uh, I'm having I'm having a look at the website. There's an entering and uh, I'm, I'm having problems loading the website. And I don't know if it's on my side or on the BMA's website, which is a worry. Uh, but then I went to the Department of Home Affairs and you know, the, it's just so full of information that finding it is just so difficult. It's obviously not your, your, your department, but it seems as if you know, these websites are made by people who know all the information already. It's it's so difficult to you know, if I go to ports, for example, on on the on the on the DHA government uh, website, then they just list them. They don't they don't give me any more information. For example, yeah, you see that is why I'm saying that uh, what we are going to be doing very soon, uh, 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 John, is to have all of those kind of information on the BMA website. Uh, like I said, that we are busy building it. That is why you will have some uh, okay. challenges. So, so, the BM- the so there's yeah. an example here, documents coming soon. So there, there's no, on the website is, is empty. It's, there's nothing there at the moment. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. With the, with the, when it comes to immigration, with the, with the uh, BMA one, we are still building it. By the way, there are a lot of other requirements even beyond immigration. I mean, for example, 
when people have to come back into South Africa mm. in terms of agricultural laws that we are now responsible for, people are not allowed to come in their hand luggage with fruit, in other words, anything agricultural. You come with watermelon, with apples, with bananas, we don't allow those in. Those things only come via the normal import uh, exportation processes where you must have your phytosanitary certificates and the pendants and all of that. So in many, many, most of the time, people still come with those things. We have to confiscate them and destroy them. And mm. it becomes bad because people have spent money on those things. So, so what, what we can honestly agree on, John, is as the Border Management Authority, we are busy building all of this repository. And then we will then start some campaigns to make sure people are understanding of this kind of requirements as we go along. Uh, what, is the, what are the cues like at the moment, Doc? No, no, at, at the moment we are done, uh, we are done, John. That is why in terms of our apex, it was on the 22nd, yeah. on Thursday. It was on the, uh, I mean, on, on Friday. It was then Saturday was the apex. And then overnight, Saturday into, uh, into Sunday, most of the ports were done. It is only Bay Bridge that we actually concluded overnight, meaning Saturday into Sunday mm. this morning. And now, I mean, I've also seen some of your colleagues um, we are, we are on the ground there. They're also trying to cover. But the colleagues did brief me that uh, this morning all of the ports are fairly cleared. Everybody is on the other side for enjoying their Christmas. Okay. When do you expect, when is the, the return phase? And are there going to be extra hours, extra manpower? We've seen reports that not all the tellers have been filled. It's been understaffed. So are you preparing for when everybody's coming back again? Yeah, so indeed, John, but before I talk about that, let me just clarify this issue that there were other tellers. What we did, for example, in Lipombo, we actually created four processing points, meaning outside the port, we were having officials at kilometer seven, we had officials at the pedestrian point, we had officials at the bypass, and we had officials at the actual port. So sometimes people go to the port itself and they want to count the counters. No, it's because officials were in other temporary places that were created to split the travelers, the small vehicles, the, the pedestrians, the trucks and stuff like that. All of these things are what we do during this period. But back to your question, John, our return phase is starting on the 2nd, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, uh, on Tuesday next week. And in there, we are, our deployment there is now starting to deal with issues of illegal migration. So our deployment is going to spread in the port but also on the borderline with the SNDF to make sure that we avoid people walking back into the country illegally. And will there be enough staff for handling all of that? No, no, definitely. So what we did, uh, John, you realize that we had this additional uh, 380 individuals that we got from Home Affairs whilst we were busy capacitating fully the DNA. In there, we also had 60 uh, what is called immigration inspectorate. This is the team of law enforcement from Home Affairs that works inside the country, but we requested them to help us in terms of uh, dealing with the borderline, as it were, together with the border guards and members of the SNDF. So that is our key deployment metric in terms of the return. Remember, when we deal with the return, John, there's no issue much about the queue because now we are handling the return. Now, the key issue is to make sure that people don't walk back into the country illegal. We then intensify our deployment on the access points, for example, in Bay Bridge on the north gate, for example, in Libombo on the east gate, all of those gates for people to enter. So we no longer allow people to enter our processing points without the requisite documents. That becomes very critical because that is where bribery and corruption mm. comes from. 
when you allow people to enter the processing plant. Dr. Mike Masiapato, thank you very much. Commissioner of the Border Management Authority, and he will be visiting Bright Bridge on the 3rd of January. So say hazard to him.